Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time to talk uh, D1NZ and the Super Sprint Motorsport New Zealand Championship with the promoter, who is Brendan White. He joins us right now. Afternoon, Brendan. How are you, buddy? I'm good, matey. How are you? Yeah, good. Look, I used the setup earlier in the afternoon about how... How does someone take on a new promotion? So you're a brand new promoter for the what is traditionally known as the summer series of motorsport around the country. Have left than six months to put it together and wrangle hundreds of people to make it happen. When you took on, when you took it on, and you were gift, given the chance to do it, what was your first thought? Uh that's a big question, Stephen. <laughs> well, I'm asking the question. Yeah, yeah. Look, I. It wasn't, I guess there wasn't one thought had been processed over quite some time, about a year and a half of talking to multiple stakeholders, you know, many people like yourself uh, with our journey with D1NZ, as, as everybody thought this was a good idea. And with drifting in New Zealand, it's gotten to a point where most motorsport people that follow motorsport in New Zealand know what drifting is now. They know what D1NZ, it's a household name. But the tier one level of motorsport in New Zealand kind of hadn't reached the roof. There's a long way to go. And that, that, that excited us, our team, and all the different stakeholders to get in there and, and do some good. So uh, we thought we could do some good, and that's what we're doing. I guess that was I guess intentionally the, the first intention. Uh, I think the important thing for people to understand is when you say tier one motorsport, because there's so much motorsport at a community level in this country, but what do you call tier one motorsport? Yeah, you, you did right. In, in the grassroots, sort of just like traditional rugby, you know, around your region, uh, motorsport is healthy. There's track days every weekend throughout the different various racetracks across New Zealand. There's um, intermediate, which would be almost like, you know, your, your magpies. God, I don't even know if they're called that these days. But mm-hmm. your provincial rugby. And then from there, you, you step up to the likes of blues. Um, and Super it's the rugby. same analogy for motorsport. So um, we are, I guess, the New Zealand... Um, uh, league of that uh, and you've got different uh, categories there's the GT New Zealand Championship the Porsche Championship, the CT Froc which is the Castrol Toyota Formula Regional Oceania Championship certified by FIA um, so that's where our internationals come down, yeah, it was a mouthful I got it last time yeah. um, and, and those are your provincial racing leagues in New Zealand that we represent across uh, Sky TV, TV3, Fox Sports Australia and, um, and uh, there's a long way to go but already we're seeing so much growth um, because of the product that we've turned over in the last six months. So five weeks on the road, back to back to back to back to back. What lessons? How are you feeling, mate? Yeah, knackered. (laughs) Well, I'm knackered, but ready to go for D1NZ this weekend. But we'll talk about that in just a moment. What have you learned about the undertaking? And was it greater than you thought? Uh, you know, there's so many lessons to be learned when you're dealing the way that motorsport works is you've got different clubs throughout New Zealand that organise um, the racetracks and they've all got their own little idiosyncrasies that how they run, whether it's a rescue out on the racetrack or, or, or you know, the different pickup points. So we've learned so much from right down to the ground level to dealing with um, going live on TV3 for the first time in several years for New Zealand motorsport. 
um, and, and also develop, uh, guess delivering for partners, you know, the drivers, partners, you guys being out on the grid or being out on the, the you know, the networks and, and really trying to give a driver's sponsor or our commercial partners the leverage that they can. There's just not one facet you can touch on. Um, we're still, you know, we've only just got back yesterday and we're going straight back into another event. So there'll be a lot of, there'll be a lot of debriefs. Uh, you know, a lot to take in and, and lessons learned. I think overall, we deliver fantastic five rounds of New Zealand motorsport um, across New Zealand. We had, you know, tens of thousands of people through the great gates, hundreds of thousands of people watching online and, and on TV. Um, and there's just this real fantastic positive vibe about New Zealand motorsport on a professional level again. So exciting times ahead for me. It is exciting times, but do you sometimes feel that motorsport is looked a bit, looked down upon? Uh, not at all. I, I, I look at it that, um, you know, we had the likes of Grant Dalton racing in BMW in the weekend, um, you know, and he's obviously a, a pinnacle leader of New Zealand sport. Um, he's done a fantastic job. We've got multiple personalities that are, uh, you know, that thrive in our sport. You look at what our international league's doing with, um, Shane Van Gisbergen, um, you know. Who, Hayden, who watched Hayden. everything, by the way. I'm told Shane watched everything every five weekends. Yeah, mate. You, you tune in on the live streams, and there he is, Shane Wallace, tuned in. <laughs> Come to the live streams, you know. Rusty did his pit walks in the morning, and we'd say maybe 40 people were there in the morning tuning in, and Shane Wallace was on. It was great. It's great to see, but I don't think it's looked down upon at all. Um, I think, if anything, uh, we're just getting started. The excitement's just getting real. There's a lot of... Um, I wouldn't call them celebrities, but notable people in New Zealand wanting to get involved with motorsport. And it's kind of, everything does its cycle, right? And and I feel that the cycle of motorsport getting reinvigorated and um, being attractive again is just getting started. How important is it to find balance, particularly with, you? I know your vision is to make it exciting, watchable, short, sharp, so you keep people's attention spans. Because as we know, uh, lifestyles are changing, right? People can't really sit around and watch a three-hour race for too often or this, that, and the other. We didn't have three hours. I understand that. So the balance between getting it right and maybe sacrificing some classes, do you think that's that's going to be another hitch point you're going to have to deal with? Yeah, from the start, we, we kind of had to be... Transparency is key, and from the start, we've said that we, we don't want to be taking 10 or 15 classes to a, a week a race weekend because fans, you're competing on a, on a very competitive market these days. It's not like back in the, the 80s or the 90s or early the 2000s where you could do a bunch of radio and you know a bunch of TV and flies and everyone would come. You're, you've got so many different facets to try to touch on from a marketing perspective to even garner the fans' interest to come along to the racetrack. So um, for us, you know, it's, it's just making sure that the product's really good and that we've got a, a product that mm. we're developing with the set categories. Um, you know, uh, the, the Ford Disney Racing Series this year was um, amazing. They invested so much into giving the fan a really enjoyable experience, following the journey through the regions, through you know, putting them in front of big flash LED screens and making stars of these guys. Yep. So the, the, the viewer at home could actually uh, watch the journey through the five weekends. And it doesn't happen overnight, but now the viewers at home can go, well, I've watched that journey. Next year, next season, I'm going to go along when it comes to my region because I'm a fan of this. So it doesn't happen overnight. But um, you're right, we can't take everybody along for the journey. And um, 
you know, we'll, we'll be selective moving forward of who those are. But that's okay. There's a lot of motorsport in New Zealand um, in a secondary and a third and a grassroots level that's thriving. Um, and we just need to make sure that the viewer, the fan who comes along to the racetrack, gets a taste, a bit of taste of everything. You know, they want a bit of a V8 class. They want a bit of the Lamborghinis or the Ferraris racing that are worth a million dollars and watching them to go into the saddle. You know the grand trap, uh, several. Uh, what are they called? You know the sand trap. That's the one. Um, or they want to put a bit of kitty litter. You know, you know what, you, you know what was was really sort of humbling was uh, having a beer afterwards with the volunteers and and understanding the passion of that, that motorsport in this country and we're in Australia the same deal. Uh, how important the volunteers are and how passionate. Each volunteer is about the one task they have. Right, I had I spoke to a, a flag marshal who had one corner, one corner to look after in Topo at the International Motorsport Park. And he was so proud of that to a point where he got, he said, oh, I got a little bit nervous the other day because, you know, they were coming around three wide and, you know, anything could happen in that corner. So his care, of his duty of care for the drivers, and he's just a flag marshal, I thought it was beautiful. But, and, and it is amazing, uh, so many people, we had over a thousand volunteers over the last five weeks make this event, these events happen. Um, and the drivers look to these guys, when you're in a race car and you're doing 180, 200 k's down that corner and you're relying on that person to put a yellow or a red out if there's something around the corner that you can't see, they take it really seriously. They're so passionate. Um, and, I, and I really do thoroughly, just like you, enjoy getting down to the marshals and having a beer. Um, Tapo, we can just be in. I met Brian, he's 73. He's got a Ford Capri with an SR20 and a sequential gearbox. <laughs> and he raced at Hampton Downs the weekend before. He was last, and his wife was giving him some hilarious stick <laughs> about it. Can't even see the race track. But there's O'Brien, life member of Tapo Car Club, absolutely loves it. And, and, that, and then he's out there driving a super safety car for Tour de Gazoo racing at Tapo. You know, those stories, unless you're out on the ground and you actually take the time to, to feel out who's making the sport actually possible – you miss them, and, and it's great because it's, it's the lifeblood, right? Yeah, it is. And now we must move to – and I, can I just call you out a bit? It's interesting that you don't consider D1NZ Tier 1. You sort of see Jess, you sort of see, talked about D1, which is your baby. It has been for many years. It's in its 20th year now. Do you not consider hmm. D1 as a Tier 1 sport? But I think D1NZ is, is in a league of its own. Um, and, and I don't mean to bang oh, our own drum yeah. here, uh, but – D1NZ for a long time has been the pinnacle of New Zealand motorsport. We've been live um, across Sky TV for three or four years now with yourself, and it's been a real pleasurable experience. It's been on TV3. It's been live internationally. And no other motorsport in New Zealand has been doing that but for some time. We've got we've had the most flamboyant cars, the most personified drivers. You know, yeah. our drivers have over half a million followers. So, so yeah, I think D1NZ has already been tier ones for a long time, um, and it's had some fantastic corporate investment. It's a show. We put on a show, you love it, we love it, um, and well, people walk away after three hours wanting more. Well, I'm genuinely excited about this weekend because the long-range forecast is for fine weather. Round two starts is at Mount Smart Stadium on this magnificent purpose-built track in the, in the car park, basically. But when you, when you light it up and put the lights on, it is a stunning circuit. So there has been a change, though. So can, can you, first of all, confirm the change to the weekend running? For sure. Well, for, for those that don't know what drifting is, it, uh, get on and, and if you can't get to Mount Smart Stadium this weekend, watch on Sky Sport. You can actually download a seven-day free trial of, of Sky if you want to you know, just test the waters. 
Um, and it's a judge sport. So there's two cars on the track and they both do a lead and a chase, much like surfing, and the judges set out criteria and then you've got to beat them. You've got to beat the car in front of you. Then you swap over and he's got to beat you. It's actually a lot to it. And when you watch the TV show, you you start to understand. And it's not just the hoons out there doing <laughs> skids on the streets. It's com- something completely different. It's one of the fastest growing motorsports in the world. Um, unfortunately, um, for our drivers and, and for everyone, like you were just talking about earlier, there's a lot of devastation going on in New Zealand at the moment. And as an event promoter, we have to look at what's ethically right and also what we feel right for our competitors, um, stakeholders and everyone around the country. And we don't want people travelling in this. Some people can't. Uh, a few of our competitors are based out of the Hawke's Bay. and Unfortunately, right now, they can't get out of the Hawke's Bay. Um, so we've pushed our, um, our event back to from... We had a Thursday practice for Friday, Saturday. We cancelled uh, Thursday and Friday and we've pushed that back to a Saturday, Sunday event. Um, and that's, you know, working with the likes of uh, Mount Smart Stadium and our stakeholders on, on what state the roads nationwide, nationwide will be on. And, and we're not a huge event. You know, we're not talking, we're bringing thousands and thousands and thousands of people into Auckland. Um, predominantly, this is a smaller sold-out event, a bespoke event that we um, mainly focus TV on. Uh, but we have moved it to a Saturday-Sunday event just to allow the, a couple extra days for people um, to, to travel. So Saturday's just... Our, our testing and, and qualifying. Sunday's the main show now, um, which reduces Saturday's uh, movements as well. It, will, it sells out every year just because it, it is a very limited capacity. And then, um, then we, yeah, mate, we just we start at 9 a.m. and we're, you know, hammer down. Uh, we we have 24 battles of pro sport development and 24 battles of pro, um, and it's always a lot of fun because of that custom course. I'm sadly not a night round though this time. It's not a night round. No, Sunday might. Sunday people want to go home and you know have their Sunday roasts and get okay, ready for so, the work week. So, so when when does the television coverage start? It is Sunday only for for pro Sunday for only. for, one for D1. Done by five o'clock. Yeah, D1 and Z one and done by five. We'll be on uh, on Sky TV around one to two o'clock, um, and um, pro sports before that. So oh, I'm glad you told um, me. Everyone can <laughs> catch the action. Yeah, just go on to d1nz.com if you want to come along and watch it. Otherwise, tune in on Sky. If you're not in New Zealand, you can tune in via. KO or uh, motorsport.tv internationally or Fox Sport. So I've got a question here that's coming on the Timber Bedpost text line, and it doesn't surprise me. And uh, the question is this What about Speedway? Stock cars every week, more people turn up than the circuit racing, or do you not count it? Now, I know you have to have a different circuit for that, I understand that, but where do you put Speedway? Because it is it does have a very strong following. It does. And um, Speedway's. <laughs> had its times as well where it struggled on different venues, but what they have and what we've almost adapted over the years with D1NZ is they have a venue that you can go to. You can get three hours of entertainment, your hot dogs there, your beers there, your chips there, you know your seats there, everything's right in front of you. So Speedway's been fantastic for New Zealand motorsport over the years. It doesn't for, there's different organisations. So Speedway New Zealand looks after all the Speedways. Motorsport New Zealand looks after all the circuits um, component tree and then Motorcycle New Zealand looks after the, the motorcycle side of things. Um, you know, different speedways across New Zealand have their different strengths. Palmerston's fantastic. Bruce Robinson does a great job down there with the, the team's champs and Bay Parks had a really a new, a fantastic new promoter in Springs as well. You would have seen that we've actually later, uh, for those that follow us, a, a, a track underneath Bay Park that we, we pull up every year. Um, and, and Bay Park, we get religiously 8,500 screaming fans to the D1NZ Grand Final because of that atmosphere. So there is a 
componentry of when you take it to the fans, you build it and they will come. Yeah, However, yeah. every speedway comes at a, at a significant cost to build, and these speedways have been around for 50 or 100 years. We're doing it in its 20th year. So we're still very new. We're still very new to the scene. Yeah, but and I heard I heard the other day. It looks like the speedway season at um, the Springs is over. Uh, the council have pulled the pin on it because of uh, what happened to the flood. Which uh, that's my understanding. It's not official as that I, I hear it, but I heard uh, potentially from the promoter that it was going it was gone for the season, which is which is pretty devastating for a lot of people. Brendan, thanks as always for giving us your time. So just a reminder: round two of D one NZ live on the telly from uh, is it one o'clock? On Sunday? Between one and two, um, just because we've only had the change over the last 12 hours, Stephen. We've, uh, we're still firming up our broadcast details. But you'll be there, right? Front yeah, mate. Ready. Get, get my sli- Trust me, get my slide on, ready to go, man. Can't wait. I, I love Mount Smart. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm to interrupt you, though. I'm going to just ask all your viewers to go onto Stephen's uh, Instagram if you get a chance, MacGyver, and just look at the beautiful video he, he did when he um he flooded our car last week. I was uh, I was no, yeah, so so uh, when where the floods started, the rain started in Auckland. You and I were stuck in Auckland Airport. And we decided to get out, uh, and we yeah. posted a little video. Uh, which was actually you saying, oh, look, there's a Tesla that, that garnered 849,000 views. What we didn't really show was the Yumi opening the door to your car and flooding it. Okay, so I'll put my hand up now. Uh, have, has the insurance come through, by the way? Insurance companies, eh, man? You insure it for a certain amount and they come back with the evaluation, which is half the price that you insured it for. So we're going through that process, mate, at the moment. Okay, I won't mate. name names, but, um, <laughs> you know, no, it's just a funny, funny little laugh. I enjoyed my five and a half hours in the car with you. <laughs> and I've enjoyed the journey so far, and I look forward to seeing your face this weekend. All right, man. Um, and and uh, we will go and have some more fun. All right. Valvoline D1NZ. Yeah, got it. Valvoline D1NZ, Brendan White, as always. Thanks, mate. So Sunday afternoon, live on the telly, whether it's on Sky Sport or KO in Australia or motorsport.tv, round two, the first round of winner was Fanger Dan, the defending champion. But there are some young kids out there that want to topple them. Stay with us right here on SCNZ Afternoons.